Welcome to the Created for This Birth podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay Lewis. I'm a holistic mama to a four-year-old, currently pregnant with my second, a childbirth educator, and lover of all things pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. I'm here to equip you to birth without second-guessing your choices, empower you to trust your God-given abilities, and encourage you to choose faith and strength over fear and coercion. Each episode, I'll cover different topics, interview professionals, and more. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're ready for a class, check out createdforthisbirth.com. Now let's dive in. So today we are talking about healing in the fourth trimester. So I had a rough postpartum physically, and I kind of wish that I'd kind of put more thought into these things that I'm going to share today. I had prepared a ton for my labor and my birth, and while I felt prepared for postpartum, I also know now that doing some of these things would have probably helped me. Um, Most of my struggles postpartum, though, were not really related to things that I could have controlled, though. Um, I had a second-degree tear, which I know I caused myself, (laughs) but I opted for stitches and my body didn't like them, so it ended up as a response to them creating a tissue, and finally it, like, four to five months postpartum, I figured out what was wrong and causing me so much discomfort. Got that tissue removed, felt so much better. Um, I also had a shoulder injury of some kind. My best guess is that it was from breastfeeding, but it acted basically like a torn rotator cuff. And so there I was at four weeks postpartum, not even able to move my right arm in extreme pain and not able to hold my baby. So for that, I did a Rosti therapy and that gave me my arm back. Uh, But these things are not typically normal or expected for most people. But I just wanted to give you a little quick background on my postpartum experience with my first. Um, I am really starting to pray that I don't have anything tough like that with my second. So as I said, this episode is all about healing in the postpartum period which really includes so many pieces, but um, today I want to focus on when your body is lacking through nutritional deficiencies. Um, I want to focus on nutrition, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that because it can really greatly affect your mental health as well. So research is pretty clear that as far as postpartum mood disorders The women that are most at risk are the women with deficiencies in some key nutrients. So things like vitamin D and iron and omega-3s, those are the most common deficiencies that can be linked with some kind of mood disorder. And when I say mood disorder, I'm talking about like baby blues and depression and anxiety and psychosis. And so um, keep that in the back of your mind. So the two reasons that women in the postpartum stage, have a high risk for these nutrient deficiencies um, because you're growing a human. (laughs) You've gone through pregnancy. You've grown a human. um, How amazing that is. Now you're breastfeeding that baby, and that uses a lot of your body's nutrients. So both of these are great things. It's just really tough on our bodies. And then secondly, there's some physiological changes that are happening in your gut that are going to impact your digestion. And so during the postpartum period, your body actually lacks certain digestive enzymes and that makes it harder for food to be broken down and digested. And so that's why a lot of the food that you're used to eating could possibly cause 
more gas and bloating and constipation, discomfort during the postpartum period. So my number one tip to cover for today um, for your postpartum recovery is to eat warm foods. And I've been learning more and more about this lately, and I'm kind of excited to prioritize this better with my second baby. Um, Cultures around the world, they've been serving new mothers warm foods for centuries, and research shows that warm foods in the postpartum period help promote blood circulation and even regenerate tissues um, in your uterus and perineum. So you can focus on things like soups and stews and bone broth, teas with warm honey. Um, You want to skip any raw veggies. You want to eat them cooked instead because it takes a lot of energy to digest food. And in the fourth trimester, you don't want to waste any of that energy on digestion if you don't need to, (laughs) because um, especially if you're breastfeeding, breastfeeding takes a ton of energy from your body. And so eating raw veggies, those are just going to be harder to digest, processed foods, things like that. Just not as easy and healing for your body. So cooking your food first is really going to help break down the nutrients so that your body can get them faster and use less energy in the process. So I would suggest, um, I personally would roast them in the oven to get the fullest flavor and nutrition. Um, If you steam them or boil them, you can lose some of that flavor profile and nutrition. And if you microwave them, you're basically losing a ton of the nutrients. It's killing all the good things. Um, But then when you need to warm them, I would either use like an oven or a toaster oven if you can get one. They're pretty cheap. I think like 40 bucks, 60 bucks. They have really fancy ones that are over 200, but um, a basic one will do just to warm up your food postpartum and they can fit easily on the counter. So that way you're keeping the nutrients intact. In general, I just stay away from using the microwave. My second tip is going to be to substantially increase your fat and your protein intake. So both fat and protein are an essential part of your diet for making breast milk and healing your body. And so you want to focus on things like avocado and whole dairy foods, preferably raw if you can find it, Um, salmon and nuts. You want to also focus on eating a diet that's rich in iron and vitamin D and omega-3s and magnesium. Those were the three main um, nutrients that postpartum moms are often deficient in that we talked about just a minute ago. So those are going to come from things like lean proteins, high quality organ meats, um, your full fat dairy, bone broth, cooked leafy greens, fruits like berries and papaya and pears. Um, If you can't seem or like you're struggling really hard to get these kinds of whole foods in, you could consider supplementing. That's always an option um, if you're using a high quality brand, in my opinion. Um, I personally would never buy any vitamins or supplements from big box stores because they're just not as effective and they're mostly made of fillers. So when it comes to supplements, I kind of try to keep in mind and encourage people that ask me like, you really get what you pay for. (laughs) And so, um, if it's cheap, 
it's probably going to be cheap. So save your money if that's the case and just really try to focus on getting those whole foods in and um, giving your body plenty of nutrition that's actually absorbed with as little energy digesting as possible. This is going to get you the nutrients that you need, which means you're going to feel better. You're going to have less exhaustion, less fatigue, you know, less mood swings, and you're just going to heal faster anyway. So if you've not had your baby yet, maybe you're still expecting, um, one of the best things that you can do to support your body with these nutrient-dense foods during your postpartum stage is to plan. And this is something I still need to work on. I'm trying to get into a better habit, but um, I would say before your baby comes, even plan out your meals for the first few weeks postpartum. Like try to just get that first month laid out because not only is that going to take the pressure off of you from deciding what food to eat for breakfast after you've stayed up all night cluster feeding, it's going to absolutely remove a weight from your shoulders that just knowing like, okay, I have this meal picked out and you can tell your support person to go pull it out of the freezer and warm it up. (laughs) So I plan on making some freezer meals to have ahead of time for the first two weeks at least. Um, If we have the space for that many in our deep freeze, I'll have to see. Got to clean out our freezers sometime soon. Um, That way we can just pop it in the crock pot or the oven or the toaster oven and just have a nutritious meal that I don't have to get up and cook. So that is a really good thing to keep in mind as you plan for your postpartum period. Of course, if you're already in your postpartum period, um, then just meal planning in general, finding nutritious recipes that you can eat. Um, I always say like sometimes veggies are really hard for people to eat, but they are really nutritious. And I find that the more that I kind of force myself to eat them. I try to make them taste yummy. I chop them up really fine in soup recipes and things like that. The more that you will get that taste for them and they won't be as gross. (laughs) So just keep trying, keep doing your best. Um, One resource that I do want to share with you to keep in mind is Mama Meals. They make organic healing meals that can be shipped to you or to a friend that you have that might be having a baby. Um, They're ready to go, ready to heat and eat. They are like supreme optimal healing nutrition. And I do have a $20 off code and I'll put it in the show notes for you if you want to check them out. And one last quick tip, listen to your body. Use mindful eating habits. Keep track of how you feel after eating certain foods. If you feel crummy after eating something, make a note of that. See if it's something that happens over and over. Some foods can throw you off your game mentally and emotionally, so don't underestimate the power of the food that you're eating. I personally find that when I'm eating gluten, eventually it starts getting me more into like a depressed mode. And so postpartum, I'm going to try really hard to keep it super clean if I am eating gluten. Um, But if you're struggling physically or mentally, keep that food diary. See if you can make some connections. Because there is a direct correlation between the state of your body and then the many physical symptoms that are common during the postpartum period. So just staying mindful of that is really helpful. Um, Make your nutrition and your postpartum period a priority because it's really important in that fourth trimester, which is 
the first 12 weeks or so, but really for your entire first year of having from having your baby, you are considered postpartum. So it is never too late to start. It's never too late to prioritize these nutritious meals that are full of the nutrients that are going to support your body and essentially your baby as well if you're breastfeeding. Um, but also keep in mind, if you're not feeling your best emotionally or physically, it's going to compromise your well-being and your immune system and then greatly impact the rest of your family as well. So this topic today is one of the things that I actually cover in my courses. So be sure to check those out on my website, which is also linked in the show notes. Um, I also have a free nutrition guide on there for every trimester. So it has some free printables and um, nutrients to focus on in each trimester with suggestions and things like that. So make sure you go grab that. I am all done. That was today's. We got through it nice and quick. Thank you for listening. And even though we may never cross paths or work together, just know that I've prayed for you already and that you'll be able to find the time and the energy and the resources that you need to make a solid healing nutrition plan for your postpartum. Um, if you're already in postpartum, same for you because it's it's always hard, right, to prioritize, to find the time and the energy, whether you're pregnant or you are now postpartum but it will make a huge difference on your body and your baby, your physical health, your mental health, and you will never regret it. So best wishes on the meal planning. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you're looking for more support, be sure to check out the resources that I offer at createdforthisbirth.com. I host webinars and workshops. I have free downloads for you, and I'm here to support you the best that I can. And if you're ready, I do offer online live courses from time to time. So be sure to check that out at createdforthisbirth.com.